Wing off, but I'm still it like I'm filmic with the still stick flipping birdies real quick for the music. Get the meal quick to the table. Get your felt again. Remember how to feel shit. Take a real hit to the ego. Pill sip, no placebo. Now that chill shit you said you people make you real sick. Play the people. Now the hell shit becoming lethal. Hey, see I've been falling back. Watch a game from a distance. No please, ODs from the children. Uh, no fees, cold feet when it's finished. Uh, no peace in the streets that we live in. What is good, everybody? It's another beautiful Saturday. You get to see my pretty face, you know, sexy of them of them all. But uh, and then you got right here the 2K Mr. Develop, AB Guava. What's going on, bro? Oh, what's up, man? How you feeling? I'm feeling fine. You know, just another week. You know, but sometimes you win some games, you lose some games. Mm. Mm, interesting. Yeah. You know, have you been practicing? Have you been in the gym? I don't, do, I don't, do, do, do. Huh? Yeah, I, I don't, I don't need to practice, man. Uh, well, you cheat when we play two K. So it the fans really saw a different outcome than the, you know you need in the practice. fans. All the fans saw was the final score. That's all they need to see. They didn't see the gameplay. We were supposed to rec- we were supposed to record the game, but you keep not appearing for the games we're gonna record. How I was available all day yesterday. Oh, uh, you said nine o'clock. You didn't get online. I was up. When? I was up. I thought you was talking about recording. Yeah. The episode. Was... No. Oh, the episode. No. Uh, I meant recording the game. See, the one that be more you... specific. The one that you challenged me to play. You're like, oh, I, I, I can rush home and we can play the game. I got you. I got you. Oh, Don't so... worry. I got you. Okay. Well, and... Listen, this I got you will be in like five months, y'all, because this man is not. Nah, it's going to be guaranteed on Tuesday night. All right. We'll see. Nine o'clock. Okay. <laughs> like when we were supposed to record and you're like five hours late? That was different. No. I had okay. shit to do, man. I ain't got oh. nothing to do. That's my, that's my Friday night, so I can All do right. it. Well, y'all here. If I if you don't see the video that week, you already know what happened. You know he operates on advanced CP time. This is it's futuristic late. Uh, hey man, don't let Future. the light skin fool you. CP mm-hmm. time, mm-hmm. <laughs> religiously. Yeah. How was well, your week? Pretty good. Uh, it was a good week, you know, because J Cole dropped a random song, mm-hmm. and it was heat. You know that heaven's EP, it's fire. So that had me hyped all week. They gave me fuel to make it through the week. Um, by the gym this week, I, mean, I go to the gym all the time, but I'm really trying to get in there uh, heavy now. So I know I need to start going, especially since you know getting everything ready for Mars's uh, Mars's uh, birthday and everything. It was super hard to get you know back into the gym rhythm and then my work schedules is very hectic so i'm gonna get into it starting this week hopefully if not next week for sure that and then i got the twists as y'all can see new hairstyle no Go more quads you know no more no more straight backs you know that's good mixed opinions from people some people like them some people don't i like them i know i was supposed to get my hair braided by my niece but she like ghosted me she was just like yeah i'll do it and then Five minutes later, they was like, oh, we leaving. I was like, how the hell? She's supposed to spread my hair. <laughs> Better news for the week is I finally got Ivy back. For, you know, I won that custody battle. And, you know, my baby's got my baby uh, back. Finally. For those that don't know, Ivy is my uh, motorcycle. That's uh, been in. It's been in the shop for like. It's been no, in the CYS. Last, yes. Children youth service. Bike youth services. <laughs> Six months or so. And so I finally got it back. It was. I was out there riding dirty, so I couldn't enjoy riding because my tags is expired. Mm. So I was criminal. I, yeah, I was whipping it. I was riding dirty, whipping it home. like, And then it was funny, though, because like right before I got to the corner where I turned into my uh, block, there was cops right there at the corner doing with the radar gun because I live by a school. So I was like, fuck, man. I was like, they don't catch me. And then the cops was like, you know, like when you know you're in trouble and you like stare at them and they stare at you yeah, and you just you. like wave and they yeah. were just like, I was like, I made that corner. <laughs> oh, I turned my head so quick around, bro. I was like, 
And they just kept with their little radar gun. I was like, thank you. And I whipped it home. So, yeah, I'm sometimes excited. like when it's when it comes to motorcycles, it, a lot of cities don't even bother chasing motorcycles. It's just they're not going to catch you if you run most of the time. So it's they don't even waste their time Out here. They got bikes. They got, yeah. Um, I mean, I know some states got bikes, but I mean, if they're not bikes, were they bikes? No, they were just, but they were just posted at the corner. Right. I mean, if you take off, that's it. You're going to leave them in the dust. They know that. That's why a lot of times they don't be even be bothering it up. They got this like bridge to get you to go like to the beach. Mm-hmm. And like they sit at the end of their bridge all the time and do LIDAR right there. And there's been like plenty of times I was flying on my bike. Like, yeah. And I was like, oh. And they're just sitting there doing LIDAR, and I'm like, I was like, oh, and then they just didn't even waste their time. Like, yeah, so it was a good week for me, man. I That's good. Finally even... got the back bite. I thought you were going to put a video up when you I am. It. Like I said, I was riding dirty, so I had to hurt because it was like middle of the day. So I was like, time is of the essence. So I had to rush and get home quickly. But I'm going to post a video here in the next day or so, show everybody the bike. You know, start starting it up, watching it roar. You know, the yeah. Whole block gonna know when I'm when I'm riding that. I think I'm gonna try to ride. My neighbor has a bike, so he has a CBR. So maybe I'm gonna see if he's trying to ride this weekend. It's supposed to be really nice. So, and next weekend, your boy's coming down blackout, coming down to Panama. So it'll be interesting. I'll have <sighs> I'll have stories. good stories. Good yes. stories. Yes, so he's bringing his girlfriend, so it should be calm. So we'll see. Mm. But yeah, it'll be a good week, upcoming week. Yeah. So we got some good uh, topics today. Same old, same old, you know, trying to give you guys our opinions. Today we got the review of week two of NFL. What we predict in week three. And then we have... The recent tragedy update of the Border Patrol with the Haitians. We're going to give our opinions on that because, you know, that's something that needs to be talked about. And then our a very interesting philosophy from a very interesting artist. So um, we're going to talk about that. It's going to be the... Little Nas X on the Breakfast Club conversation. So, good topics. Let's get into week two. How you feeling? You feeling all right? I'm feeling. Yeah. yeah. yeah didn't Very tough great. week for you. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't just Ben. Before you go yeah. on your rant of Ben sucks, it wasn't I, just Ben. The whole the whole team played bad though. I'll give you this one time. This one first one chance. One and only. You sure you want to go with that uh bet? Yeah, I'm confident in Ben. Oh, it was man. one bad game, bro. And it wasn't just him, it was the whole offense. Defense. Okay, I did not hey. Stem come the Y'all play. heard it. So when I when he's crying and complaining, talking about oh <laughs> hey, man, it was bro, I got robbed. This is bullshit. I'm gonna nah. replay this episode. When I gave him a fair outing. Um, well, any games excited you this week? Uh, definitely the Ravens Chiefs game. That boy Lamar finally got the dub. Finally, yes, he did finally break through and broke broke that dry spell against Kansas City. Um, that was a that was a really good game. Uh, came down to the wire. I, I really thought. Uh, I thought Kansas City was going to win that, to be honest. They looked like they had control of the game, and then in the final few minutes, you know, Baltimore came back. That run that run game, man, is just serious. They got a serious run game. They can run that ball. But that's what they've been doing for the past two years. But Kansas City defense looked a little suspect. Uh, they don't look as good as they did last year. And I think that's uh, going to be hurtful to them this year. Gonna, But I still have them representing the AFC in the Super Bowl. So, but um, uh, For me, there was some 
quite a few good games. I'm trying to pull Yeah, I mean, there was... Uh, I'm looking through the... I didn't get to watch all of them, but there were... Let's see. More importantly, I was happy about the Steelers losing. Uh, yeah, I know. Uh, we know you were. You know, we, we know you were. Saints struggled against the Panthers. That was surprising. Um, only one touchdown. We had uh, really, Cardinals really. and Vikings. Cardinals and Vikings was a good one. That one came down to the wire, too. And then uh, I did watch the Green Bay game. And uh, Aaron Rodgers, man, he really showed. I told you. R-E-L-A-X. Relax. Yeah. he. I mean, I wasn't worried. I don't know why everyone was worried. I mean, it was the only what? That was their first game. And he came out a little weak, but it's Aaron Rodgers, bro. Like top number one or number two quarterback, depending on you yeah. know, your shout out your to preference. my boy King Henry, though. You know he he helped me out in my money fantasy league, so big shout outs to him. Super t- uh, big Tennessee Titan fan for this week, next week probably hate them still, but I had Henry um, last year, and he was he was really clutch on that fantasy pool. And then uh, Dallas and set, or L.A. Chargers game was actually pretty good. I was actually watching that at uh, at work. Uh, yeah, trying, that was another trying to kill some time. One. That one was a really good one. But that was L.A. kind of – they should have won that one. They just – Yeah, d- that, that – Poor one, execution. That, that last, last yeah. minute or so. Yeah, I could agree with that. Poor execution. And that – I mean, like, any team in the NFL is going to take advantage of that. You know, Dallas – so those Dallas Cowboy fans out there don't get don't get too hyped up now. Y'all are what one and one? To be honest though, it's like they really can't talk because like San Diego or San Diego, LA, that team is like trash. And the only reason why I say it like that is because they have like no fans no more. Like LA does not support them at all. I don't even know why they left San Diego. They should have just quit being greedy and just built a stadium. And they would have had better chances of having fans there than losing a whole bunch of loyal fans for them to go to L.A. Because um, I was watching something on Instagram and it was like 80% of the stadium was Cowboy fans. It was like it was basically a Cowboys home game. So it's it's horrible. It's horrible. Now, some teams have really poor fan support, and then there's some teams that have, like, great fan support, like Cowboys, Steelers. You go to a Steelers away game sometimes, they look – the crowd looks like a home home game for them. So, it just depends. But, yeah, say, I mean, I don't know, say, the Chargers aren't a franchise, like a story franchise either. They're, like, just there. And then they moved cities uh, to L.A., now you got back in the and, like seventies and eighties in the AFL they were pretty good but yeah I hear what you're saying yeah so they're not gonna really get support and I feel like L A is a basketball town basketball and baseball I mean you got the, also the Dodgers and the uh, the Lakers and then even the Clippers are decent now nah uh, fans are really starting to support the Rams but it's always been USC city like. College football, yeah. yeah, it's always been USC's city, so it's it's hard to. I mean, LA fans are starting to now to get the the fans that they need, but yeah, it's hard when you have two teams in one as, city. Yeah, but even then, it's just like the Chargers were never a team that you know were going to be able to withstand another team. Like if they were the primary team in LA. They would do a lot better, but being a exactly. secondary team, no. Should have just stayed in San Diego. Moral of the story, should have just yeah. stayed in San Diego. What about this week, week three? Which, any interesting games for you? Uh, Looking through the list, um, this is going to be a good game for Tampa. This will be a pivotal, pivotal, pivotal ugh, game for, I feel like, Tampa Bay. They're playing the Rams. Um, I feel like if... Are you a twenty and zero for Tampa? Are you are you thinking they're gonna go twenty and zero? I feel like this is a game that will one of the games they could lose to break that twenty and zero. I gotta see their whole schedule to sit there and sit 
because I, I know there's they got this week and then they got next week because next week they go to they New, play, England, New England. And, but they're gonna know, win that though. I don't know, that. man. Bill Belichick knows Tom Brady pretty well, so yeah. I mean, Patriots got good defense this year though too. I don't know. People ain't watching the Patriots play. Their defense is top notch this year. I mean, it's always been a top notch. They just missed a lot of players last year to keep them from, you know, making good stands. Cowboys and Eagles. That's always a good. Those are always good games to watch. Yeah, I, just I see because, like three or just four because, games. just because both those teams are trash. It's just fun to see like the reaction of Skip the next week on like Monday if the Eagles win. Now it's not as good because uh, Eagles don't have Carson Wentz anymore, so I can't hear the walk it to him jokes. But Eagles and Cowboys, um, another good one is going to be 49ers Green Bay. That's another mm-hmm. good one. Um, so I got those two. I think Seattle and uh, Minnesota is still going to be a good game, even though they're on two. That Bucks and Rams game, and then another one that a lot of people are going are pretty much sleeping on is that. That Chargers Chiefs game. And the only reason why I say that is because they got that uh Justin Herbert dude. Yeah. And that boy can he can throw. And some of these rookies, man, have been pretty impressive this year. I feel like mm-hmm. this is one of the strongest batch of rookie quarterbacks in a long time. Very strong class. Very strong class. Um and then you got um Justin Fields versus Baker Mayfield, you know, you're going to be wearing yeah. his jersey here in a few weeks, you know. So, <laughs> Hey, uh, I guess as disgusted as I would be, there is worse. There's worse out there for me. There's worse punishments. So I'm glad you're 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 staying strong. Being more... Yeah, but I, I'm the, I have faith in Ben, skinny Ben. I have faith in skinny Ben. Like I said, the Steelers problem is they can't run the football. And when you can't run the football, you make Ben you expect Ben to make be able to make big throws long throws and he can't anymore he's a Duncan dime for the most part type quarterback right at at this time in his career so they need to be able to run the football to really be effective and they don't do they don't they don't have run blockers they have a running back Najee Harris is good but they can't block for shit so can't block you're not going to be able to them to get out to run so and that's the thing even your off your pass blocking is not that great that's why he's been taking a lot of hits and that's why he's not going to be in the top nine so but you got good faith it's all right it's okay Steelers will they always find a way to they're gonna make the playoff they're probably gonna make the playoffs but as long as he don't make the top nine I could care less oh yeah they'll make the playoffs I have no no quarrels that they'll make the playoffs they may not make it as the in the division, though, they'll probably be a wild card. I don't think they're better than the Browns. It'll be a sixth seat. Yeah, I don't think they're better than the Browns or the Ravens, unfortunately. So that that division's kind of tough. But the only other team that you have left after that is the Bengals. So those are easy wins, though. Look at the Bengals. We play them. I don't know. They, aren't they like 2-0? Oh? Uh, no. 1-1? One one. They won a game. They play Jacksonville. This week. So they can be 2-1. Oh, no. Um, excuse me. That's next week. They play us this week in Jacksonville next week. Now, they lost last week, Bengals, and then they uh, are... They're 1-1. One one. Yeah. Because I remember week one they won because it was they were talking shit because... Um, uh, Joe Burrows, right? Joe Burrow was like, I thought he yeah. can't catch. <laughs> yeah. I... They shouldn't be terrible. They've been bad for like four years. So they, they're like the Browns. They're getting all these top tier draft picks. They should eventually be good at some point. If they just need an offensive line, if they so, get an offensive line, it's over. But we'll see. We will got the see. quarterback. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know. I'm not sold on Joe Burrow's yet. I haven't seen him play what? too much. But yeah, sometimes people are good in college, bro. But that doesn't mean they're gonna be good in the NFL. I hear you, but he has all the tangibles. Like I'm so not Johnny, so did Johnny Manziel. Nah, Johnny Manziel, RG three, they were just like super mobile and they can make plays. But yeah, Johnny football was nice, bro. Like he yeah, should have college, but not he should have been was, a good NFL player. He was way too short, way too short. Man, I mean, Kyler Murray is short. 
Yeah, but Kyler Murray had Kyler Murray has a better arm than uh, Joe Mar- Joey Mar- uh, What's his name? Joey Manziel. Johnny Manziel. Yeah. Joey Johnny. Johnny Johnny was accurate though. That's what made him good. He wasn't really mobile. He was just deadly accurate. I wouldn't like pan not like Peyton Manning, but no, no. I thought Johnny. I thought Johnny football was gonna be nice. No. All that coke, he, though. He reminds me of uh, the new quarterback for the Jets. What was his name Zach Wilson? Uh, yeah, that dude's pretty trash. boy, pretty white boy with you know good a good arm, but we'll see. Not, though. not gonna get it done. Jets, <laughs> what a sad franchise. What a sad secondary in a big city is hard. Yeah, it is. Yes, and they they got history, so that's even makes it even worse. I mean, they had their times though, like two early two thousand tens when they had uh, Sanchez. Yeah, I mean they've had decent teams. It's just they can never get over the hump. Yeah. Oh well, I don't need anyone else to be any more decent in the AFC, anyways. So. <laughs> well, I mean, Miami's probably going to be a little trash when uh, Tua be. Tua's now. hurt. Yeah. I mean, they still have Fitzpatrick though. Isn't that their backup? Yeah, Fitzpatrick. No, he's in uh, Washington. Washington. Who's their backup? Nobody. No, I th- I think they had a, a veteran. That's uh, because then they have they had like a veteran quarterback last year. They had like... Fitzpatrick. Okay, that's it's magic, they and then he went to Washington. Oh, uh, okay. I was about to say, I swore he was uh. They'll probably ready. pick somebody up, though, probably. I'm looking through their... Who is their backup? Not even listed. Nobody. Oh, it's uh, Jacoby Brisket. <laughs> oh, he's good. Know. He's decent. He was with the Colts for a good hot minute. He was getting done. He, and he was with New England. Yeah. Jacoby. Okay. We'll, we'll see. Maybe he maybe he'll have a uh, a decent year, decent little couple games. I don't know how hurt to it is. So, I don't but know. yeah. Anything else? Any any other? Anything else on week two, week three? I'm surprised the Oakland Raiders are doing fucking really good. Why? Derek Carr is not a bad quarterback at all. Yeah, and they but... still have, and they have weapons. But the way that they're winning is just it's very interesting. I don't they shouldn't have beat Baltimore. Baltimore lost that game themselves. I I per, they shouldn't 1, have beat us either. No, y'all trash. Well, they <laughs> shouldn't have beat Baltimore. <laughs> I just like Baltimore lost that game. I don't like I and it sucks just because Lamar was doing it literally all by himself. But they, they should be at least one and one. Well, Baltimore is like they're a one trick pony like they're either running it with Lamar or they're running it with their running backs like they don't really throw even though they have good receivers like Hollywood Brown and like they got receiver weapons but I don't know just Lamar isn't a throwing quarterback so when he drops back you know like he can make a throw but those routine like I said at the beginning on what was that episode nine he doesn't make those routine throws, and because he doesn't do that, you kind of you know what to expect. He did against the Chiefs. He I'm did. see this. That's my point. That's what I'm telling you. The Chiefs are not as good as. It's like, their defense, though. It's their taking offenses. a toll on them. What their defense? No, them being going to two Super Bowls back to back is taking a toll on them. I'm telling you. I think they just regressed. I think they're just defense has regressed. I, I mean, this feel is going like, to be like the year they went to the Super Bowl the first time. Mahomes going to have to throw 50-something touchdowns, which he already does, so they'll probably go back. That's See, I think that they're going to be like the Miami Heat in, what is it, 2013-14, when they got swept by the Spurs. I think that's what's going to happen. Because not everybody on that team is in, like, know how, how what it takes to to train your body to endure like that long season and especially that they added a game this year. I mean that's one game. Bro, 
one game takes a toll on your body. Trust me. That shit I mean, I, I get it. I mean, they're, every game is a game, but we're not. I mean, they they deep runs, but I don't know. They get enough time off. I feel like. I feel like it's a little different if it was like the NBA, like or how like you have you play series. You only play, you know, one Sunday and then you get you go back. But see, you know, in a, in the NBA, you could play like sixteen, seventeen games. Yeah, but football takes way more toll on your body than basketball does. Yeah, but I'm just saying you get less rest if you make a deep playoff run and then you're going seven games and stuff like that. I I, I do agree though. Football yeah, but it's a ramp, so you start like the recovery system and then you're getting all the way up to play the game and the the, the game's the off ramp and then you're going right back down. Yeah, but I, I mean, the minutes add up though, bro. If you're playing until late June and then you start again in October, I mean, you're only getting, what, two two months off, if that. And then their training camp for the NBA starts next week. Yeah, but they're playing from... And they're playing from October to June. And August to January now. Who? The NFL? NFL. At preseason. I mean, if you count preseason. I mean, you play like one game in August. Still. You play and, a couple of games in August. The NFL season kicks off in the, the first weekend of September. Right. So you're playing preseason, which they're not playing full snaps. They're not playing full quarters. They're playing like a couple snaps here and there. Still takes a toll, bro. I'm telling you. Well, it's like we'll you see. not playing basketball for as long as you have, and then trying to go in and playing a full game. You can be winded, right? Yeah, for sure. So it's the same concept, except I mean, I, I get it. I get what you're saying. You're not tackling no. You're tackling people. You you're exerting a lot of energy. I get what you're saying. I get it. I get it. I agree. I agree. The toll on the body is rough. So, but we'll see. I have faith in P. Mahomes. You know, I, he he's he's proven he's a top top tier quarterback. He's so. still that dude. I'm just saying, like that. You're not gonna just be able to count on him like that because I'm telling you, like they didn't improve that much. I no, don't believe, but they didn't really need to. I mean, they've gone to a Super Bowl for three years. They needed to improve that offensive line. You saw what that offensive to, line had they they to last Super Bowl. They need to improve that. That defense, uh, the offensive line just and that running know. game. The offensive line is straight. I mean, they what they were thirteen and three last year. The offensive line was fine. It was it was literally? They I got, don't know, Tampa, Tampa Bay was just. I I feel like the game they played in the regular season, like they planned well based off that one game that they played against Kansas City. And because of that, Kansas City went in doing the same schemes and game plans that they normally do, and the Tampa Bay was just ready and prepared for that. I don't think the offensive line is bad. I just don't think I just think that they just didn't make the make the right adjustments and stuff. But they they need to work on their defense more than anything. I mean, if you're letting teams score 35, 38 points on you, and you have to go back and score, you know, thirty-eight to forty-two points, whatever. That that's that's rough. That's rough on your offense because they gotta stay out there long, longer. But you, if you got a prolific offense like Kansas City, that's not an issue. I mean, it is because of. I'm talking about tiredness, though. Think about it. You're playing. You're always depending on your offense to score and stay out there, pretty much. Because your defense is only out there for what five minutes, and then they're getting scored on two minutes. They're getting scored on. And uh, they're getting some decent drives. It's not like those drives are not like two minutes and out. But some some games, some games, bro. Some games they be people be running it up on Kansas City. I mean, even their last game, Browns Chiefs, thirty three twenty nine. You had Baker Mayfield. They had Baker looking like he was a. Baker Ten is the year truth. Pro. Ten year pro. Baker is the truth. Nah, he, he's okay. He is not the truth. He is just I, okay. Would you be wearing that Baker Mayfield jersey? I'm gonna be yeah. just. Like, and I'm gonna scratch out Mayfield on the back and put OK next to it. Um, Baker, OK. You can't do that. You gotta wear a Baker Mayfield. Not a it OK is. <laughs> it's, gonna, it's gonna be a it's Baker no custom, Mayfield. No well, custom okay. jerseys. Okay. No so custom jerseys. No. No. You can't amend rules now. It got to be NFL Pro Shop worthy. 
It is. It will be. Mm. It'll be from the pro shop. It'll just have a little marker scratch out that just says okay. Mm. <laughs> but that's the first half. Just talking football, guys. Just our opinions on how the season's going. Enjoying it because you know football is such an amazing time during the amazing time of the year. So we're gonna take a quick break, get with our little commercial, and see you guys here in a few minutes. Deuces. What is good, everybody? Welcome back. Uh, we appreciate it as always. Yep, yep. We continue to thank you guys for listening and supporting every episode. For those who you know are loyal enough to continue to watch every single episode, we know that sometimes it's hard because it's you know over an hour. Not a lot of people got like a whole hour and plus just to sit here and watch a youtube video or listen to us on just like two people talk <laughs> basically yeah. so we're greatly appreciative of that but we're going to get into our next topic and it is going to be a very interesting viewpoint from Lil Nas X he was on the breakfast club um, I don't know what day it was but I just we saw the little clip that it, I think it was Monday Monday or Tuesday he was on yeah there. so it was probably earlier this week um, but basically what he was saying is, is they were asking him if he felt some type of way that people were expecting him to talk or act different because he influences people's kids. And basically he just went on a rant saying, basically, fuck your kids. That's basically what he said. And then he was basically saying that, you know, we really only have one life to live. And he doesn't want to shell, be a shell of himself just to please other people. So, caught our attention, caught our curiosity, got our attention. And so, we're going to talk about, is that a good thing? Is that a bad thing? Was he right? Was he wrong? So, I'm going to let you go. And what do you think? Well, there's really no wrong or right answer to this one. and. I say that because, like, as parents, you have the responsibility to control what your child listens to and watches. So, like, Little Nas X doesn't have the responsibility to make his content kid-appropriate unless that's his target audience. But at the same time, rappers and artists should know what their target audience is. So if I was an artist... I would be like, you know, what's my biggest demographic? If I'm a rapper, it's probably going to be, you know, young African-American men. So if I'm putting out messages that, you know, may promote something that you don't really believe in or you don't really um, agree with, I think that on your part, that's your responsibility as the artist to be like, hey, you know, like I, I want to make sure my content is, you know, appropriate for my my audience right now it's a slippery slope because you know Lil Nas X is homosexual and he's very proud about it and there's a lot of people who don't want their young kids you know um seeing that type of stuff you know eight nine years old um just being exposed to that yet um so it it's one of those things where like I could definitely understand where there could be a little bit of outrage. But as a parent, you know, that's your responsibility. They make kids' bop versions of pretty much every single song and stuff like that. So, hey, you start stop letting your kids listen to, you know, the adult version and the explicit versions and watching these videos and keep it kid-rated. You know, there are kid versions. Kid, Get the kid bop version of whatever song he got out. I don't really listen to Lil Nas X. Like, when he first came out, I did, but... um it kind of just he's just gotten a little bit too over the edge for me so i kind of just tuned out to him but i'm sure kids a lot of young kids listen to him because you know that's that's the biggest demographic that's who buys things little kids you know what i'm saying like mars for instance you know she sees something she likes you're gonna buy it for her as an adult you're probably gonna be like fuck little Nas X. i don't know about listening to this nigga fuck him but you know what I'm saying? But Mars may be like, I love Lil Nas X. And you'll buy her a Lil Nas X poster or a t-shirt or, a, or whoever she's listening to. 
not Lil Nas X, but you know, but whoever she's listening to, so they know that. So they normally do target kids. So I, like I said, I think it's more on the parents just to be more responsible. But as an artist, you need to have some cognizance and awareness. You just can't say, you know, fuck, fuck them. Uh, it's all about me. Now that's that's a very selfish mindset to have because. These are the people that make you your money. So if without them, you'd be broke. So you need to have appreciation for them too. And that's that's my opinion on it. So I can see why he said that. Um, I would as well. You know, I, I get the concept of what he's trying to say about, you know, hey, we only got one life to live. I really don't want to shove myself just to please other people. You know, you want to be yourself and you want to, you know, have people accept you for who you are so i i understand he's homosexual that's fine and danny some of his shit is a little too extreme for me um i'm not yeah. a lot, not he sex. pushes the envelope like yeah. his album cover is like butt naked and he's got music videos where he's making out with men and stuff it's like okay bro we get it you're you're homosexual like that's all fine and well but you don't have to like blast it in everybody's face all over the place and i think some some people in that community, I think kind of that's why it rubs a lot of heterosexuals the wrong way because it's like sometimes it feels like they're forcing their lifestyle onto society. And now with cancer culture, you really got to be on your P's and Q's. I mean, I want people to in all communities be accepted for themselves, but at the same time, it's like, uh, it's being accepted and then being extreme to be accepted is way is a there's a fine line and I feel like sometimes uh, the LGBTQ community sometimes have been neglected for so long that now they're just like nope you're gonna get the whole one hundred percent you know rainbow and you better accept it or we're gonna find some way to cancel you so um, i'm not a little ex, not no nos ex, and this has nothing to do with his sexual uh, preference it's just his music's trash in my opinion but i understand what people are concerned about because you know he's on he got skins on Fortnite, and that's like every little kid's favorite game right now is Fortnite. Uh, so yeah you know, yeah, everybody be making jokes on, we play Apex, everybody makes jokes about the little Nas X for the uh, Seer, Seer character on there. So He does look like Lil Nas X, though. He does. So, it's like, you and do And it made him, like, kind of gay. I, I don't know if he's meant to be gay or what, but he's very flamboyant, I guess I'll use the, that's the word I'll use. So, it's like, you... So in some way you do influence a lot of kids because a lot of kids are like, yeah, Fortnite. Oh, I got the little Nas X skin. And so you do have a sense of responsibility. Now, I do feel like a lot of parents needs to step up their games and pay attention to what their kids are actually doing. I feel like sometimes when they're blaming, you know, artists and shit like that, they're trying to take the easy route. And trying to say, well, you know, if my kid does this stuff, it's because of the music. No, it's because you're too busy worrying about your TikToks and your own Instagram page and trying to get rich or trying to get famous doing fans only pages and shit that you're not paying attention to your goddamn kids. And the kids should be priority number one. So. You know, you call it fans only like a million and one times. It's only fans. Same, it's same shit. <laughs> I want to make a montage at the end of the season. How many times you called it fans only? But, I don't yeah. even care. But uh, still, it's like you. All these people be blaming other people for taking responsibility that they they need to take responsibility for. And if I don't like. Marley listening to Lil Nas X, she's gonna abide by the rules, and I'm I'm not gonna sit here and be like an asshole and be like, uh, he promotes homosexuality, you can't listen to him. But if I don't agree with the shit that he's talking about in his music, then I'm not letting her listen to that shit. Yeah, and I mean, I think that's just 
like I said, it's part of being a parent. Like your morals are generally what you want your kids' morals to be. So if you don't agree with the shit Lil Nas X is saying, I mean, this goes for any artist. Like if you don't agree with what they're saying, why would you let them listen to it? Yeah, so um, parents need to actually start taking responsibility for what they allow their kids like to said, do. Stop putting a tablet in front of them and then letting them download all these things just so, you know, you can practice whatever you need to do or you can have your me time, quote unquote. So mm-hmm. I think that's the what's wrong with society is. Though I will say these artists are making it hard for kids, Bob. Because <laughs> it's they, like, hey, they still, you, they still got you, Flow Rider, they still got Pitbull, and they still got, what's his name? Uh, yeah, but that's not what kids are listening to now. They're listening to like Cardi B and Lil Nas X. And how how do you kid kidify you know the song WAP? I I, was, I was sat here for like the whole year when that song was out. I'm like, how do you make a kids boss version of this? Like, what do you say? Well, maybe you should start thinking of him. Make your multi million dollars so you can sell it to kids. Bob kids bops, then. yeah. A B edition, A B bops. There you go. Yeah, but I got it. It is what it is. Like, like I said, if he wants to, as a human being, you should be able to live your life the way you want to live it. Now, when you're starting making money off of other from other people based on some of the shit that you do. You do have somewhat of a responsibility. Now, does it fall totally on you? No. I would say it's, I would, I'd give it like 20%. He needs to pay attention to what he says. 20% of his actions is on him. The 80% is on the parents. But to each their own. I agree. I agree. I think it's more so on the parents. But, and they had the same, um, Ask Cardi B that question too, like last year. Like, do you feel like you know, as a because she now she's a parent, you know, they're like, do you feel like you know, you regret some of the songs you made, blah blah blah. And she said basically the same thing. I don't make songs for kids, so you shouldn't be letting your kids listen to me. That's the same thing with Lil Nas X. Like, he don't make songs for kids, or hopefully he doesn't. You know, so don't let your kids listen to him. But. It is what it is, you know. Parents are going to be parents. You have good ones, you have bad ones. So, Truth. Well, that's the end of this topic. Uh, we just wanted to get our opinions on it. Uh, let us know what you guys believe. Is Lil Nas in the right? Is he in the wrong? Do you agree with him? Do you disagree? Is it on the parents? Is it on him as an artist? Should artists be more accountable for their songs and lyrics? But we're going to get into the final topic, trying to keep this at an hour or under. And we're going to talk about what has recently transpired here the last day or two. And that is the disgusting images of the U.S. Border Patrol using whips on horsebacks to beat on Haitian immigrants swimming to america basically and a lot of u.s border patrol has got a lot of backslash on this um, the pictures have been posted everywhere um it you can't even go can't even do anything without looking at these yeah. pictures so we're gonna give our opinions on it uh what do you have to say what's my your opinion first, on it my first question is where the fuck did they get these whips from like when did they start issuing out whips as like that's the thing though you know they had to have those issued because it's not where the fuck would you buy like besides sex shops where the fuck you you gonna buy some whips where you just get a whip from i don't understand that so like but then this question is like when did the u.s government start issuing out whips as non-lethals like we me and you both have been in law enforcement you know dod law enforcement department defense whatever border patrol i mean yes it's a different entity but it's all the same shit like most of these branches of the government operate in the same manner, fall under you know same manual codes or whatever. They just have their different specific you know rule set. Like this is the broad rules, and then these are our specific rules that govern inside the broad rules. But yeah, it's just like what the fuck? Why? Why do they have whips? And then it's like I get it. 
like your job is to protect the border and stuff like that. But there's just, I'm sure those, and there's no videos or anything yet of the incident, but I'm sure those people didn't come with hostile intent or were causing hostile, you know, um, panic during or hostile uh, confrontation with, with these guys. I'm, I just can't imagine that, you know, they're immigrants. They barely have any money anything they normally come what they have was usually all they have so you don't really hear a whole lot about immigrants coming and you know like um attacking border patrol members and stuff like that i mean i'm sure it happens but it's very probably few and far between so it's very disgusting that they would treat people like this um no matter if they're illegal immigrants or not they're still human beings and they still deserve humane treatment and they use whips on haitians and especially when we have black people have severe history with that type of stuff, you know, like that's a bad fucking look for you. Like my guys, that's a bad fucking look. Like there should not be a government entity issuing out whips at any point after all this shit y'all done fucked up with slavery and all that shit. Like what? There should not be a single entity with whips period point blank period. You got the baton you got uh, tasers, you got tear gas, you got you know, OC spray, you got all types of stuff. Why the fuck do these guys have whips? I that's like, and I I don't I haven't heard anything about um, like they haven't said anything that the border patrol um, I'm, border patrol follows under Department of Homeland Security. I'm pretty sure. So <laughs> the Department of Homeland Security uh, hasn't said anything. Um, so I'm going to be very interested to see what they have to say. Um, I've already know the government, the white house has been like, yeah, no, this is fucked up. And so I, any of those people that were on, on video are going to need to be fired. That's first and foremost. You can't even have those people, even if they were just following protocol, like it's over, it's game over for them. Like their careers are done at least at border patrol. And then um, they're going to have to really take a look at what the fuck's going on there because if that's how they're treating people when they're, you know, and they got caught, like, imagine the shit they're doing and they're not getting caught. You know, it's probably egregious. So it, it's it's an eye-opener for sure. It just goes to show you, man, like, the government ain't squeaky clean. So, you know, you got to be careful with some of these um, some of these government entities, you know. They're not what they say they are sometimes they don't do what they say they're doing so just take that with a grain of salt but but how are you feeling so when i first saw it out i didn't first i thought it was fake i ain't gonna bullshit you and i was like oh this shit fake but then i kept seeing all the pictures and whatnot and then it was like what irritates me is not only, like you said, the whips against African-Americans or African descents, you know, long, long history with that. That's a total fucking no-no. Um, they didn't pose a threat, so that's strike number two. Number three, which really irritates me to the fullest, is I saw like maybe like a couple of weeks ago how Border Patrol or somebody was filming all these Hispanics literally just walking across the border. They couldn't do it. Like border patrol didn't do anything. They just let these motherfuckers go across. Like they, they literally, yeah. it was the Rio Grande river or whatever river to where they at, were at at the time. But I'm pretty sure it's the Rio Grande. These motherfuckers was coming from the Mexico side, crossing the border, picking their shit up and just walking straight into America. No fucking whips, no chains, no pepper spray, no, none of that. And, you know, with this whole Biden administration, that's basically what it was. It's like we're opening our borders to everybody. Uh, the, from what I've been told, they're letting Afghans into the countries, which they, hey, more for it. I'm 100, 100% for it. Like, I don't believe anyone should not be um, allowed into this country unless, you know, you... You are a type of person that would not fit into society. 
like if you're a narcissist or you know everything's just about you or you know you're a murderer or criminal back in your home country then don't bring the motherfuckers over here because we got we already got our own criminals and we don't need you over here mm-hmm. um so or i will say though you gotta be careful with open borders though because a lot of these people come over and they undercut jobs and stuff like that and it's not their fault but that takes into tax dollars and stuff like that. So. No, perfectly understandable. I'm not saying that you should just let the floodgates open. And my issue, what I have on immigration in, on itself, is, especially with the Hispanic side, is I get tired of seeing people sticking up for immigrants that got caught and getting sent back to their country of origin. Like, you got caught. You you snuck in illegally. You got caught. They caught your ass. They know you're not from America, and they sent your ass back. There should be no pity party on your, your take. And this might sound cruel and fucked up. Might be a little unsensitive, but it's my honest opinion. If I murder somebody, and I I and I. And I get away with it for a couple of years. And then I get caught later down the road. I'm still going to jail for a crime that I committed. Like, I like I understand that the whole living situation and everything in, in these countries is very fucked up. But that shouldn't, like, shouldn't give you, shouldn't give you just a, okay, you broke the law, but we're still going to allow you into the country or still make you live, you know, live your best life out here. No. Take your ass back. You got caught. Try it again. If you don't succeed, then go right back. Like, (laughs) but the treatment should never be to this extent. Like you said, those dudes should be fired. Um, I'm highly questioning the director of uh, Homeland Security and especially the director of Border Patrol because you issuing out whips, then let's be honest. Like, like we said, there's you can't just walk into a store and find whips nowadays. And though some of them may not have, I I'm one hundred percent in. I one hundred percent believe that they were ordered to do that. I don't feel like because I was like, what, like for instance, how are you gonna get a whip? It's issued to you. Government, you no one really being in the military and being on law enforcement, you don't just be able to like I can't just bring in my own fucking shotgun to work and be like, oh, this is the weapon I'm gonna use today. That's not how it works. You have to be issued. Right. You have to be qualified on that. So if something does happen, they can go back and be like, okay, well, this is, he was trained on this weapon on this day. He qualified on it on this day. This is how much out of whatever to meet qualifications. This is what he got. Blase, blase. So where, where does whips fall into line with the non-lethals? Being in law enforcement, we never had no whips. Even in riot gears, no. we didn't have it. Whips, you have big ass uh, batons, um, longer it, batons. My dad's in a uh, correctional officer. They don't got whips. They got the rubber mount, the little rubber grenades. They got uh, bean bags for shotguns and shit like that. Even when we went to Afghanistan, we had to qualify on the shotgun for non lethals. So it's very interesting to see this, and I know media plays a fucking horrible horrible light on everything in this in in everything today but there's really nothing you can do to to validate why you have whips and why are you using them yeah like, there's this one's bad it's gonna be bad for them so in my personal opinion like it's just you showed your ass and it's like you would figure, what I don't understand is you would figure by now with all these allegations of, you know, police brutality, um, getting your taser mixed up for your gun, killing people and shit like that, 
that people would like, like the government would aware. sit here and be like, all right, guys, let's start fucking making sure you guys are trained properly or we know exactly what the fuck we're doing out there. I, mean, I, I think they, I, I do think they do that, but you just got people who just don't give a fuck, bro. It's just like, I feel like that's at the end of the day, that's really what it is. Like, if you have, like, let, let's, I'll put it in this perspective. Like, remember, the Air Force would come down, you know, with some directive, right? But if you had a flight chief that just, like, didn't agree with it or didn't give a fuck about what the Air Force was talking about, you, you know, that your flight gonna operate as the flight chief. Yeah, uh, says so. I feel like it's more so the government needs to look into the people that are in charge of these different sections, these supervisors, and really see like where their headspace is. That's that's what I think more so. But overall, it was just a little confusing that you have some people that just walking crystal clear across, no injuries, no even hey stop. And then other people are getting brutally abused. Um, especially when you know exactly what's been transpiring in Haiti and like the earthquakes and all that. Like Yeah. It's, it was it was just not a present pleasant picture to to view. Not at all. Not at all. It was very, very messed up. It's just another dark slate on the American dark slate history books, but uh, it's sad to say, like, to shrug your shoulders and be like, it's life, but that's just the American government, man. That's, it's just a fucked up system that we got, you know, sometimes. and I'm very curious to see what Biden has to say, especially since he's been, yeah, you know, his whole campaign is like, oh, black power, like, oh, let's enhance the African-American culture. So let's see what he really has to say, because we, we drilled trump and i'm not a trump supporter but we drilled trump because all the shit that he was like all the prom- promoting and the, all the influence that he had so to sit here and you pretty much won your election because it was like hey i'm better than this guy i care about african-americans and you know everything that transpired so let's see what you're really about this really gonna test his it's gonna test his metal for sure yep to see his his whole presidency uh run because if he if they just get slaps on the wrist or anything like that then a lot of black people are going to start questioning him for a second term and i agree it's it's going to be just it's just going to be just as bad is it it would be worse than when people when the whole tiki torch motherfuckers came out and shit like that and uh they did that press conference with Trump and he was like, are you going to tell the white, Af- white Americans to stand down and, you know, the whole, you know, treat African-Americans uh, equal or, you know, are you promoting these races? And he basically like try to ignore the question. It's going to be 10 times worse than that, in my honest opinion. Because you, like I said, you've been promoting it has been your whole campaign. You and Camilla or whatever her name is, Harris you guys are going to be fucking run to the ground. Yeah, this is the time for them to show what they're made of. So it's going to be a pivotal next couple of weeks. I mean, it's going to be pivotal regardless, just because they're the presidents, like president, vice president. But these are the type of issues that people, you know, remember. So they need to make some choices and really figure out what's going on. Like I said, they need to do a deep dive into what's going on down there in the border patrol. So, But uh, that's our view. Of course, we always want to hear your guys' take. Do you agree with it? Um, are you outraged? Do you find a fix into the border patrol um, policies and shit like that? Do you believe that we should just let the borders open. Should we build the wall? Should we just keep everybody the fuck out and just let Americans have jobs and stability and shit like that? So, as always, leave a comment, 
like it, uh, share, subscribe if it's your first time listening. We really appreciate it. But that's pretty much this episode for this week. Just about an hour, so we're keeping it a little short, but we appreciate it. You got any final words you want to say before we dip out? Um, just uh, like you said, like uh, like, subscribe, comment on the videos. Uh, we really appreciate that. Um, if you're a fan of Anchor and like Apple Podcasts stuff like that, listen to us on that too. Um, re- leave reviews, uh, stuff like that. Really uh, tells us what you guys want to hear and what you guys like and don't like, and so we can really start tailoring this podcast to you know our fans. You know, so uh, really get in there, please. Uh, We really appreciate that. But other than that, we hope everyone has a good week and uh, stay safe out there. As always, positive mindsets make positive outcomes. This is the Forever Rich Podcast. Deuces, guys.